Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Good evening and welcome to the Live Exchange. I'm Dr. Pamela. And I'm Robert Pierce. And uh, today we are talking about, yes, we are talking about what's going on in the world. And we have to do the wake up message. (laughs) Yes, wake up time. Wake up. Yes. Do the right thing, right? I I think so. Yes, it's time. Wake up. Yes, wake up. This is not a drill. Not a drill. (laughs) No, this is the real deal. This is all the things that we said we're saving up money for. We're putting our canned foods in storage for. All of those things were there. Yeah, all that. Remember the Y two preparation and all oh that gosh. stuff. You know, yes. Ryan water and all that, and the doomsday preppers. Yes. Well, yeah. they are they are on cloud nine right now because they were ready. They were ready. <laughs> they bought all the toilet paper and all the paper products, and hand sanitizer, and uh, MREs and all that stuff. They ready. All of that. Yes, they are ready. So we know we, what we're going to talk about today is um, we're really going to be just kind of looking at. Our response to uh, coronavirus, like what's going on? What's what's really going on? Going on? We've got all kinds of conspiracy theories going on, and you know, yeah. um, some may sound more realistic and, and reasonable than others. Um, you know, we've, we've got all kinds of things that are going on that we just really need to just. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot happening, and we, we need to step back and let's let's regroup here and let's get ready to go forward. Yeah, because right mean, now it seems like we're going backwards. Going backwards, going buck wild. Yeah. I mean, the White House is going buck wild. The, the governors, everybody, is, you know, let's open the beaches and and, right. and stuff is still going on. It's like, what are we doing? Yeah, so, it's, it's almost anarchy. Is you know, it's like, come on, y'all. <laughs> That's a good word. <laughs> right, right, and, and anarchy not of the people. Anarchy no. of like the leaders. The leaders, yeah, <laughs> like all around. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so we've got um, some really great things to um, kind of cover today and great in the sense that hopefully this will help with how you are dealing with the, the virus and with the quarantine and whether or not you were working, you know, in a more dangerous capacity or were you working at home, you know, depending, everybody's mm-hmm. situation is different. So. Oh, yeah. We're going to get all that today. So stay with us. We've got, um, you know, our trending topic topics is going to be a hodgepodge of topics because there is just not one thing that it's we too can much. talk about. It's too yeah, much to narrow down. Yeah. It's too much. So the trending topics could have been the whole show. Absolutely. <laughs> so stay with us and we'll be right back. We'll be back. <laughs> Election. Lack of diversity, gas prices, Michael Trending topics. All right, so trending um, is so many, so many things. So from government behavior to yeah. laws changing, people behavior to. So let me just start with, um, and I think Robert, we talked about this um, this week with Pensacola, yeah, and, and the block party, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. block party, Easter block party, like, yeah, huge crowd hundreds <laughs> of people yeah hundreds of people out block party when they say block party it's a good old-fashioned block party barbecue 
mm-hmm. in the midst of this um, stay at home. Um, children out there, it was. Yeah, no, no masks really. Just no um, masks. Yeah, free yeah. fall. Right, right, and it's funny because I, I, I see it as you know, because we can't do this, we're going to do this. Because I, I bet you any other Easter. They, they're not <laughs> out there. None of that. Right. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. So, but you had a really good point when we were kind of talking offline about this, just kind of about people who, um, you know, when you are dealing with a, like death and you don't even know you're going to live. Yeah. Um, and and I was saying, okay. yeah, I, I, it really hit me because, you know, at first I'm like, wow, I'm angry and all that. But then I had to take a step back. And say, okay, when you when you're living already in a hopeless situation, mm-hmm. um, what does coronavirus mean to you when you don't even believe you're going to live past 21 or 19 yeah. or 18? And so, you know, I, I'm gonna live my life today, and I'm just gonna do my thing. And then they're living in a community that was clearly um, um, impoverished, and you know, I mean, it was a, a lower income neighborhood. You can tell that just out just by looking. That's not even judging. Um, right. And so, you know, what do they even get? You know, they don't get services. They don't get resources. And so they're like, well, why should I even adhere to the authorities when they do nothing for me that's good? Mm-hmm. Um, everything that I get from them is is bad. Um, from food, if I even have a grocery store in the neighborhood, because most of those are food deserts. Yeah. And so when you have a level of hopelessness, you do things, you know, you you ain't got nothing to live for, so why go? Yeah. 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 I, and I, I, you know, I, I try not to be judgmental. Of course, when I first saw the video, I'm like, you know, and everybody on there is commenting, like, what are y'all yeah. doing? This is the problem, blah, 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 blah. And, um, and so I, I appreciate your perspective on that because it's really easy, you know, for me, from my perspective, definitely with some elements of privilege that I have to, to say, no, I'm not going to do that. Why would I do that? That's crazy for right. somebody to do that. But I don't know the mindset. You know, I don't. Yeah. In many of our neighborhoods, you leave out the door and not take knowing if you're going to come home anyway. Yeah. And so that's yeah. their mindset. And so what what does it mean? Coronavirus, man, I'm, I'm surviving in the hood. You right. know what I mean? And so that's a lot of mentality. Unfortunately, it's reckless because it affects all of us. And, it does. You know, right. and, you know. Because you're not going to stay on your block. <laughs> Absolutely, you're going to go you know? to the grocery store because you got to go yeah. get the liquor to go. You know what I mean? You got to go right. get food. We all got to eat, and so yeah. there's some common places that we're going to come to, and that's where it gets dangerous. It impacts everybody. Well, Absolutely. and if you don't really, if you're not concerned about your own survival, why would you be concerned you about care? anybody else's survival? You know? Absolutely. Um, so I don't know exactly how to address this without sounding judgmental because and, and i don't know maybe there's some level of judgment that's warranted i don't know but i don't you know yeah but it's, it's but this is the position i've been taking it and i said this um yesterday um it's real this coronavirus is really highlighting um america's social ills on so many mm-hmm. levels yeah um yeah. you know economically we're seeing the impacts you know of how poor people um we're going to take the blunt and i say poor people and i said we because, um, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not in there 1%. Um, we're always going to get the bottom of the barrel. We're going to take the brunt of everything. And so this is just highlighting all the social ills, you know, from health care to economics, you know what I mean, to poverty, to um, schooling. You know, we can go on yeah. for days about, right. you know, how this has been affected. And, um, you know, and then, you know, I said this, and, and then I'll cut it off here. 
Um, I almost get the young people now. Um, I get young folk, we failed y'all. I get you feel like we failed you, but live so we can get it right. Yeah, right, because you don't want us to be the ones in charge later. <laughs> live so you, know? you can get it right. You yeah. know, okay, I get yeah. it. We we did you bad. We didn't we didn't have it set up right. We you know, we didn't do it right. Okay, when I say we the establishment, the older folk, but live so you can get it right for your babies when they come up, they can have a better world. But don't right. check out now. Don't check out. And that's the thing is is how do we keep people from checking out, you know? Um yeah. it's interesting because so we see I, I'm gonna call it rebellion. Uh, mm -hmm. But we see this kind of rebellion happening in many different kinds of communities. So we yeah. have what we saw in Pensacola, but we also have what we saw in Michigan and all of the Absolutely. conservative groups that are protesting, saying they want to be liberated because they don't want to have to be at home. Absolutely. Uh, and also in New York City, the Hasidic Jews, I've seen several videos where they're outpouring. They're not listening during the Passover season. It was, you know, crushed together out in the streets because mm. they're not listening. Yeah. And so it's not just African Americans doing this. It's right. it's the masses. But again, I believe it's just showing America um, how much in trouble we have been and are in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you go to the the, the Florida beaches are now open, and so you yeah. know that's another. The beaches were packed, and of course, there's a whole cross section of people in different yeah. backgrounds and races and. Um, economic statuses and so yeah this is this is it's an interesting phenomenon to me that mm -hmm. people are like whatever yeah <laughs> so, and you know and everyone gets to make their decisions you get to roll the dice for your own life but unfortunately this does not just impact you this does not just impact you right? <laughs> and, and right. the selfishness that's that's just so disheartening to me the selfishness yeah. i'm saying you know across the board well, we've got a lot more to cover, so uh, we'd love to hear your comments. So definitely leave us a comment on our Facebook Live and in uh, some Sensation Station Network, and we'll, we'll, we'll acknowledge back. it. Are we back? Oh, we're back. <laughs> All right. Welcome back to the Live Exchange. I'm Dr. Pamela. I'm Robert Pierce. And uh, we are trying to give you a wake-up call. Let's wake up. Yeah, wake yes. up. Wake up. This is not a drill. <laughs> it's this not is a real drill. deal. This is it's, this real life right here. It is. Um, and it's so funny because when we're talking about, you know, things that have happened in the past, you know, you know, I don't know that I've ever had a conversation about a pandemic, but emergency situations, um, you know, the, when people were going into bunkers because of the red scare, they were afraid of, you yeah. know, you know, bombed by nuclear and we're preparing, we're preparing. And here we are, we've been preparing for a terrorist attack for what, the last 20 years. Right. Since nine one one. And now we got this, and yeah. I don't know that we're dealing with it very well at all. No, it, it's dealing with us. We're not dealing well. It's dealing right. with us, you right. know, and it, it, um, unfortunately, we, we need better leadership. And yes. so we have to um, prepare to change our leadership as elections are coming. Right, um, right. If not, you know, this can only get worse. You know, when whenever this 
whenever this subsides, it doesn't eradicate the virus. Um, it's still going to yeah. be around and people are still going to contract it um, yeah. even when the numbers go down. And so, you know, we have to now put in place some things that we can do better for each other. I mean, if we could just hang in there and just yeah. do this quarantine thing, like if everybody had just done it for like two or three weeks, we would have been at done. one time, it would have been done. Because the thing is, the, the point is not just the virus alone, but it's also the hospitals being overcrowded and impacted. Impacted, right. So when if we can just slow it down and people mm-hmm. are still getting it, at least they can be treated. Yeah. And and there's there's ventilators, there's whatever is needed is available, but when it's impacted the way it is now, that's the biggest problem. Right. Is, <laughs> you know, is not being able to adequately help people. Yeah, are, and you know. and they don't have enough, like you said, the ventilators and all that. So who gets them? If you know, yeah. who gets the last one? It's a gamble. Yeah, right. it's, you're rolling the dice, and so it, and it's, it's is, so much. Go ahead. I'm well, sorry. Well, the thing is, everybody isn't going to have to be in the hospital. So as you said, people are still going to be diagnosed with it, and and some people will heal from home and so forth. But if everybody's getting it all at once, then you know. Yeah, it's it's just a lot, you know. Yeah, and um, um, I have somebody on on the on my live says that we have to develop new norms, and that's right, new social yes. norms. We gotta have to develop yes. them all um, permanently. We permanently. may not like it, but yeah, permanently. I mean, look, when nine eleven happened, before nine eleven happened, we never thought of the differences, it, you know, that would be put in place for flying. Right, um, and that was a major hassle when it first started. Right. You know, but now it's a norm. You know, you go to the airport, throw your water away. You get rid of your liquor. You just know you've got to do Put it. Put on now. some socks with no holes in them. Right. You know. <laughs> yeah, you know what you can. So we got to, that's what we're going to have to do going forward yeah. when we come out of this. Um, what those norms are going to be, we don't know. But um, I believe masks are going to be in play now um, yeah. more often than, you know. Well, you know, what's happening is um, there are new waves of the virus that are coming up in China, you know, and I, I, I mean, as long as they waited, I think they had maybe two or three months in quarantine yeah. and hardcore quarantine, like, mm-hmm. you know, um, and now everybody's back out and they're seeing the rate surge again. Surge and, again. you know, and, and, and to your point, yes, people are still going to get it. Um, and hopefully it doesn't pick up the way it did before in their country where the hospitals are impacted. But, mm-hmm. um, and actually they, they had hospital. I mean, their hosp- they actually were well prepared for that. Much, yeah. They built much, two hospitals yeah. in one week. Yeah. So, so they, they, they were good in that sense. But mm-hmm. if we see that happening there, we better not do again what we did last time in January and say, ah, that's just them. Right. You know, whatever. Yeah. I mean, here we are opening beaches when we're still at the peak. Right. So it's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we're opening stuff instead of closing more things, you know. Right. Um, it's amazing what I what I hear is essential businesses now. Oh my gosh! You know, okay, like, go, that's go, not go really ahead. essential. Let's close that down. You know what I mean? And I don't want. Uh-huh. To, I get we we want the economy to flow, but again, that's another one of our social ills. We're so predicated on money in this country that mm-hmm. we got to keep the money ball rolling. If we mm-hmm. if we need to sit down for two weeks. You know, that's major. Come on, y'all, let's go. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You you know, it's interesting. Um, One of the the points that I wanted to bring up about the conservatives who are protesting about liberating them from from 
being protected. <laughs> mm-hmm. but, um, there was a conversation with one of my Facebook friends um, where they were criti- they're criticizing. They were saying this is not like Black Lives Matter because she was saying it's amazing that they're not being met with hard, you know, forceful weaponry and you yeah. know the National Guard. And they're saying, well, this isn't like Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter was violent, but mm. they aren't, you know. And so it's so interesting how. That dynamic, mm. it's okay to protest if you don't want to have to stay in for the coronavirus. But yeah. those people over there are trying to protest to stay alive just mm-hmm. on the streets. No, 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 that's different. That's different. That's different, yeah. Well, you know, the, the perspective is always going to fit your agenda. Of course. You know, and so I, it doesn't even surprise me. And so I kind of expected that. Um, I expected the racism to be poured out. I expected. Um, property to be over, you know, to be lifted up more in the public eye now. I expected so many things to happen just because our system has been broken for years and we won't do that to fix it. So this yeah. is where we are. And we'll be right back. is brought to you by PZ Heads and yes, PZ Heads is still up and running and if you need any kind of tutorial for your natural hair while you're at home, uh, there are tutorials that are available if you want to tighten your locks, Mm -hmm. buns or whatever it is that you need um, definitely go to PZ Heads and she's still sending out the amazing lemon butter cream and all of those other products, so go to PZHeads.com that's P-E-E-Z-Y H-E-D-Z So, Robert, um, have you been hearing any of the conversations about it being not really real, that black people are more vulnerable or anything like that, you know, to the coronavirus? Like, what have you been hearing about Um, black people and our vulnerability? um, What I've been hearing is that, unfortunately, the African-American community have been um, more susceptible um, to more severe cases because mm-hmm. of our underlying um, health issues. Right. Um, that's what I've been hearing, you know, and those are the factual numbers that I've been seeing coming from the CDC. Um, yes. Is that, you know, because of, you know, socioeconomical things, um, we don't eat right. We don't, you know, we don't take care of ourselves as an African-American people. Um, mm-hmm. We're finding that we are the ones with the diabetes and, you know, the high blood pressure and all that stuff that contributes to making the cases a little bit more severe. Um, and also dealing with the racial trauma we deal with in this country adds to our stress levels absolutely. and adds to um, being unhealthy. When you're dealing with constant trauma, even if watching police beatings and things yes. like that on TV are traumatic. So we all have some element of trauma that we are dealing mm-hmm. with in this country. That's an extra layer than what somebody who's not experiencing racial trauma gets. So, yeah. You know, and, and so I say this in, in, you know, just kind of with an understanding that, yeah, there's reasons why we have a higher risk. There are underlying Absolutely. societal institutional reasons, and there are also behavioral reasons that Absolutely. are directly tied to how we live our lives. So we have mm-hmm. to acknowledge both. Both, Absolutely. And I, and I, both. And I struggle with people who push back 
because they don't want to deal with both. Mm-hmm. You know, we've been oppressed and society is messed up, period. Period. And they stop there. And mm-hmm. it's like, look, I get it. And and the only way, with, way that we can survive that and push through that is if we survive this. Mm-hmm. And we have to think about what we need to do yeah. um, to do that. And so I think one of my frustrations has been that on, on my social media and among my the people I've been talking to, there is a level of disbelief that this is really um, we're really more vulnerable, but that it's media hoopla or mm. that it's something that was fed to us or given to us in higher proportion, but not that our response to it is, is more vulnerable because of the, some of the underlying conditions. You, you know? Yeah. The funny thing is when it, when this, this, this pandemic first started, I was hearing stuff like, Oh, black people can't get it. Okay. Which yes. is it now? Come on y'all. Right. And that can't, and that, and that did not serve us well. It and, didn't serve us well at all. So, you know, all no. this, you know, all these woke thinking folk who don't have good information. Yeah. You're killing us. Stop it, please. Us. Stop right. it. Right. And the thing is, be woke, but be, woke. be mentally woke. Yeah, that's what's like, like the woke folk know? with bad information. <laughs> yeah. There's some yeah. with good information, but there's some out right. there with bad information. Right, right. Well, so, I mean, according to the CDC, um, and this was just on Friday, um, they basically revealed that 30% of COVID-19 patients are African-American, even though we make up around 13% of the U.S. population. So we are definitely, um, we have higher rates um, of getting um, infected. Um, Let's see. It's consistent. So it's missing racial information on 75% of the patients in its database. So there's been this debate. Do we take racial information? Do we get demographic information so that we can learn more about this disease? And and understandably, there's a lot of people who are like, no, that's, right. a, that's yeah. an invasion of privacy. Um, and, it, and, time, it, and it goes into um, not trusting our government with that type of yes. information. And you continue to oppress us. And history right. has shown that. And so yes. we can't trust that, I don't think. Right. And so it's, you know, and it's not just us. There are people who are, you know, just... Uh, rights of privacy type of people who are, mm-hmm. you know, because Facebook is also, I watched um, Zuckerberg and his wife talk about the, um, what they're doing in, you know, to try to assist with stopping the coronavirus. And of course it's all technically related because it's Facebook, mm-hmm. um, but keeping track, asking people to report, if you have the virus, you know, report how you got it, report where you live, report, yeah. you know, and I, and of course as a researcher, I see a lot of value in that information. However, as somebody who has a little bit of conspiracy theorist in, in me myself, I'm like, hmm. Yeah, and think it, about it. As a researcher, you found value in that information. So marketers are going to find value in that information. Yes. Doc, you know, yes. you know I'm saying where I'm going with that? Right, right. There's so many other people who can find value in that information and monetize. Yeah. Monetize. And monetize. All. Yeah. And, and and do worse, you know, because marketers are the least of my, they get on my nerves yeah. sometimes, <laughs> but, but I, I'm more concerned about, you know, handmade tail type behaviors of the government, you know, and, Absolutely. and, and policies so can be made, government policy can be made based on that information, you know, it's right. So many, so yeah, go ahead. I, I don't know. So I see the benefit, but I also see the risk and I'm mm-hmm. not sure where I land on that as a result. Well, I, I we need the data. 
um, because the bottom line, we're dying. People are dying, whether they're black, white, brown, whatever. People are dying. Every time um, someone takes their last breath, so a human being has died. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, not just A. You right. know, it's, it's, it's to the point where it's just multiple. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and, and so if we're t- talking about New York, um, black New Yorkers are dying at twice the rate of their white peers. Latinos in the city are also succumbing to the virus at a much higher rate than white or Asian New Yorkers. And the same trends can be seen in infection and hospitalization rates. So we're not just talking about, you know, so we're dying at higher rates. Mm -hmm. We're also getting infected at higher rates and we're getting hospitalized at higher rates. And and so, uh, you know, to me, it's like no matter what you think in terms of conspiracy or or what lies might be told, because a lot of people think these are just straight up lies. Like, no, we are not getting infected at higher rates. Mm -hmm. it compels me to want to do whatever is necessary, though, to, to make sure that, that we're okay. Yes. Uh, and I don't know how to combat the naysayers, the ones who are saying, you know what, that's just lies. It's just lies. There's. Yeah. Um, yeah. The only way I can combat it is stay home. Yeah. That's how I, that really, that's how I combat it. I stay home. That's how I personally combat it. Yeah. But, but, you know, there's there's so many people in our community who, you know, who are just like... When somebody asks, try to give the knowledge on our platform, you know what I mean? Try to give good information yeah. out. But yeah. ultimately, everyone gets to make their own decisions. And so now I have to work hard to make sure your decisions don't negatively impact, don't impact me. Right. All right. So we'll be, we'll be right back. Yes, we are back. back. All right. So (laughs) So thank you for bearing with us through that. We're back. back. It's bound to happen. Look, if, if, uh, what is who was it? Babe face and, uh, Teddy Riley. Yeah. If they can have Teddy Teddy Riley, we can have Teddy Riley. I am the Teddy Riley of this broadcast. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, so the balance challenge this week. Is, is brought to you by Shalon Willis, Beauty Architect. She is the official makeup sponsor for the Live Exchange. Um, but today, uh, the Balance Challenge is practicing mental stamina. So this is something I've been observing a lot in people and, and mm-hmm. watching kind of what's your mental stamina looking like. I've been writing about it. Don't be surprised if the book comes out. And it's, you know, it's the idea that you know that you're going to have to deal with something that's either long-term or that's difficult. And it's mm-hmm. how do you prepare your mind for that process? Because you know you're going to be in this thing. You can't avoid it. You can't try to sugarcoat it, make it pretty. you got to yeah. do it. And, and when we think about mental stamina for even smaller things like working out, mm-hmm. we've got to have our mind right. Because if we don't feel like it, our mind has got to be over Oh, yeah. Whatever that situation is. So mental stamina means that I know how to train my mind to go the extra mile when I need to. And if mm-hmm. we are not in that time right now, I don't know when we would need to practice. No, because we're in overtime right now. It's yes, not- we are. And, yeah. you know, a lot of people were expecting, oh, you know, this thing's going to blow over. And, you know, and even now we have got to get our minds out of this thing is going to blow over overnight. We have right. got to train our minds to have the stamina to go the long haul. If we oh, want yeah. to survive this thing. Oh, yeah. So my challenge for you all this week is to train your mind to accept that we're in this for the long haul. Now, it may not look like it looks today. It doesn't mean we're going to be in our houses for the long haul necessarily. 
But you've got to get your mind set that if we are in the house for a long term, we've got to know how we're going to do it. Yeah, how you going to move? Right. And Robert, you've been doing it really well. Like I'm in that, but for you, you're like I've been in the house so long. I'm kind of liking it. Yeah, it's, yeah. I need to so. um, make some changes because when they do um, release us, I may be like, for what? Why? I know Why? I'm not. I'm gonna watch the first three waves of people go out first, and then yeah, you know. I'm not gonna be the, yeah. Everybody get on. Everybody who's itching, let me know it's sweet out there. I need to see right. the sweet person. Let me see. But <laughs> so that doesn't take mental stamina for us in this case because you know the staying at home has been fine now now there's been some element of mental stamina for sure because Absolutely. it's different in a lot of ways and we've got yeah. a mentally plan um but there are people who are who are sincerely struggling with this and mm-hmm. and this is where mental stamina comes into play there's times where i don't want to work out it, you know i try to go walk every day and, and i don't yeah. like cold either so when it's cold i have to fight through that every step and, mm-hmm. and what mental stamina is, is with every moment, with every phase of the process, you are renewing that idea that I'm in this and yeah. I'm going to start over and I'm in this and I'm in this. So, so that's what it is. And so what the challenge is, is for you to use this week to practice living in the moment, because sometimes what mental stamina requires is that ability to live in the more moment. I am here right now. And I'm going to do everything I can to get to the next minute, to the next hour, to the next day. So yeah. practice living in the moment. Um, and you can do that by, you can strengthen your mind by planning activities that strengthen your mind, like mm-hmm. fasting. So that was one thing I tried last year for the first time. You know, we had churches that I've been to, I always talk about, oh, we're going to fast Pastor, in January. Right. And I'm like, oh, that's cute. And, and as much as I respect fasting, I was just like, oh, that's not for me because mm-hmm. I got to eat. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> let me tell you, I get it. when I started doing it, I realized what a, it's so much more than, it, it is a an exercise of discipline of mm-hmm. the mind of it does so much and yeah. so if you can pick an activity working out you know every day saying I'm going to commit mm-hmm. to the jump rope challenge which a lot of people are doing a minute of yeah. jump roping every day it strengthens your mind and and the key is to do something you don't want to do but you don't know it's good for you yeah, that's what strengthens your mind yes that's mm-hmm. what strengthens your it doesn't strengthen your mind do something that's easy. Yeah. Do something you don't want to do, but that's good for you mm-hmm. every day this week. That's my challenge for you is to strengthen your mental stamina. I accept, I accept too. So can I be nosy? What would you do, Robert? What would be your thing that you don't want to do that you hate doing, but you know it's good for you? Um, right now, it would have to be exercising. Um, as much as a gym rat as I used to be um, when I injured my back. Mm. Um, I couldn't do that. So that that would be the, the mental because I would have to prepare myself mentally to push through some pain. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying, you know, to do lift no heavy weights, but whatever I do, you know what I mean, is going to be some level of uncomfortable, um, being uncomfortable. So mm-hmm. I would have to prepare myself to, to push through that, yeah. not to push myself to pain, to hurt myself, but to push myself past being uncomfortable so I can. Um, you know, get the exercise that my mind, body, and spirit needs. Right, right. Oh, that's so good. And when you said prepare, that's a key. You you can't just, you're not going to just jump into something like that yeah. without preparing mentally, right. putting the things, you know, when I was trying to get back into exercising after I had a lull, um, my friend told me, you know, go to bed in your workout clothes. So when you wake mm. up, 
you already you got already one, yeah. <laughs> you sense. know, and that's one step forward, you know? And so, yeah. And so there's a lot of different strategies people can use for me. It, you know, working out comes really easy for me now. And so that's not, yeah. that's not the thing. You know, it doesn't come easy because I'm a gym rat is running oh. outside. Ooh, wow. I don't like that. No. <laughs> so that would be the one for me. <laughs> well, I get it. I, get I it. will have to talk myself through that entire run if yeah. I'm running outside. So mm-hmm. that would be mine. <laughs> I get it. So, yes. So that Good is challenge. That, yeah, so that's that's the challenge. And so um I don't know, I've just been been seeing that people are really in need of some strategies for um, at least just mentally figuring out how to push through because everybody's thinking, well, not everybody, but a lot of people are thinking, you know, give it a month. I'll be fine. I can buy groceries for a month and I'll be okay. But what happens when this turns into 2022? Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, yeah, I, I see. But that's the thing is we have to be willing to allow our minds to prepare ourselves for 2022. Mm-hmm. Not that we're speaking this into existence and we're saying it's going to be that. But if it is, how are you going to survive this if how your mind is survive? only allowing yourself to go a month? You know, like yeah. I, I, in a month we'll be fine. A mm-hmm. month comes and goes and we're not fine. I mean, at what point do you just fall out because right. your hopes are just up there? Yeah. You know? Oh, so, yeah. yeah. So, you, I mean, it's just really... Up, yeah. It's a magic. What did I touch on? <laughs> mental health. Um, yeah. A lot of people's mental health are failing now yeah. because they're they're inside and they don't have coping mechanisms. Right. That's so and important. So, yeah. And so, you know, a lot of anxiety attacks, a lot of, you know, mm-hmm. depression, you know, all that's coming forth Loneliness. now. Yeah. Loneliness. Yeah. So it's you've real. got to be intentional about your strategy you know if Mm -hmm. you know that loneliness is a risk for you or that you've been feeling it you have got to be intentional about changing that situation from loneliness to i've got a support network if you've got to call people and say look i am struggling for real and i need like can we meet up virtually you know every other day or whatever it is You've yeah. got to create that for yourself. You got to create. That's a good way to start a home-based business. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's another way. Just start a one. You're lonely. Okay, there's other lonely people out there. Bring create a network, mm, a support really system, good. webinars. You know what I mean? That's Where really you good. can get that connection, and that'll help you. You know, because the days will go by quicker, and before you know it, you know you've been in the house two weeks, three weeks, and you look up and you're like, "Where did the time go?" Yeah. Because you kept your mind busy. And that's what's been happening here at this house is, is mm-hmm. just, wait, it's midnight? When did that yeah. happen? You know, just, it just, the yeah, there's been go. days I work harder than I did when I could leave out my house, you know? Oh, yeah. I always work better at home than yeah, in an office I'm space. Putting stuff so. away, like, let me turn it off and stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I mean, so yeah. we just have to be, it, it's just so important to create your situation and, not let I think somebody had said um, in a meeting this week that you know for some people the world is happening to them and for other people they are happening to the world yeah. and we, we we can control that mm-hmm. you know the extent to which we are happening to the world as opposed yeah to the world I've been watching you know there are some remarkable people I can tell they're bored at home but their boredom has sparked creativity. Oh, that's um, so because I have seen some amazing TikToks and Instagram, you know, social media videos 
where they just made up elaborate comedy skits. I, you know I, I love mean? it. Yeah, I'm like, wow, <laughs> look how talented you are. You're a writer. Write that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Write that skit, submit it. You know, you, you're developing your own, you know, variety shows. I don't think people understand what they're doing. You yeah, know, and you know Netflix is, is probably absolutely. looking for stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of creativity out there. That's the one thing I've been impressed about is mm-hmm. the creativity I've been seeing with with the people, you know, just with their with their phone. Yeah, yeah. You know, we are blessed to be in a time like this and have a quarantine. Mm-hmm. Those people who had a quarantine in 1918, right? Is what, <laughs> nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very different. <laughs> so um, no. So I, you know, just again, it's it's about being really intentional about what you need to create. In in my book, Letters to the Brokenhearted, I talked about how to encourage yourself. How to there are going to be times where you are sliding down that shower wall in yeah. tears and like ah. mm-hmm. and in those moments you have got to know what it takes to get yourself back up because there's yeah. not always going to be somebody there in those moments right. um, especially now so what you know what is your strategy one of the mm-hmm. things that our coach instructors at the academy of creative coaching does is she asks the coaches, the coach trainees, uh, when mm-hmm. they start, when you if you get to a point that you feel like you're going to lag and you're not going to follow through with something, you're not going to stick with the commitment, what do you want me to say to you to get wow. you back on your feet? So she asks that question when they're excited and ready mm-hmm. to go. And she writes it down and she brings it back to them in those times when they're missing appointments or they're not following through or they're feeling a lag in that motivation. And That's she good. says it works every time. Yeah. So in your place of well-being, mm-hmm. what do you need from yourself to get yourself going? And and put that wow. thing in place. Write it down. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Wow. I like that. Hmm. So, oops. Yeah. So it's, you know, there's, there's, again, I can't underscore enough just, just how important it is. And I would love to hear your strategies as well. So, um, yes. you know, reach out to us. We're on uh, Facebook Live on Sensation Station Network. We'd love to hear your comments. Absolutely. So, um, chime in because I know you all are doing some things out there that are incredible. I've been seeing y'all, you know, videos and oh, exercise yeah. and, you know, yeah. people who don't Cooking exercise. Recipes, yes. I haven't seen it all. Right. You know, it's been great. Yeah. Yes. So keep it going and uh, we'll be right back. We'll be back. <laughs> All right, good evening and welcome to the Live Exchange. I'm Dr. Pamela. And I'm Robert Pierce. And today we are talking about, yes, the coronavirus. It's time to wake up. This is not a drill. Wake up. Wake up. And this hour we're going to be focusing in a lot on the conspiracy theories that are out there and why people love these things. You know, I have had people on my page who, and, and... Look, if y'all are one of those people, it's okay. But I've had people on me who I really respect and you know admire, and and then I see them post a conspiracy. I'm like, oh, you're one of them. Yeah, <laughs> I had I had a friend. He called me. He called me, and he's he's a diehard New Yorker. And you know the whole thing was he called and like, yo, son, I'm sending you something. I gotta send this to you, son. You know it's gonna blow your mind. 
and he sent me this conspiracy theory something about the 5g towers oh yeah that's the big one right now yeah that's another one and you know i, I never even called them back i was like you know what i can't do that right now <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I, I don't even know if it even has any legs i was like you know what i can't do yeah, no, it does not have legs. It does, I'm just gonna yeah. say it. It does not. It doesn't. doesn't even yeah, I didn't even read it to even you know entertain it. I don't know. I was like, I just can't do that, bro. Well, the claim <laughs> is that there's not really a virus. That there is a disease, but that it's not really a virus, and that everybody is getting it from the 5G towers. And and there are people all over the world who are actually burning these towers down wow. because they believe that that's where it's coming from. And and what's interesting is that. People are contracting the virus who don't live near the technology of 5G towers. And when you bring that up, the the comeback is, oh, you just, okay, well, right then, you just, you know, all right, you be in the dark. right? Stay asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Can you give me a defense against the people who get it? No, they cannot. So, (laughs) but... Yeah, it's interesting. No, mm-hmm. there was one thing that I wanted to bring up about um, one of the um, I always like to find a social media uh, a theme that kind of or meme that, you know, just I think is deep or maybe, you know, says something okay. that we might need to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this one was posted to the page of Sophia Casey. And it says uh, it's a quote by Miriam Hasna. And it says, are you in your feelings or are you in somebody else's feelings? Hmm. So, so what it literally says is, are you in your feelings or someone else's? Wow. And that's something to think about. Yeah. You know, because feelings yeah, are is. contagious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's, you know, that's a deep statement, you know, and that's the thing that can grab you with these conspiracy theories. Every now and then they slip one in on you like, hmm, and have you chased the rabbit hole. Yeah. You know what I mean? See how deep the rabbit hole is. And. You just have to be careful with that because it sends you on so many thoughts, you know, paths of thought. Right. And, you know, if you're tossed, you're tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine, that's not good. Yeah. You know what well, I mean? And, and, and just fear, you know, people's fears, yeah. people's anxieties, you know, and if you're in the same house and you're experiencing that, that stuff is contagious. Absolutely. And, you know, you've got to find ways to make sure what you're feeling is what you feel. Mm-hmm. What's your orientation and not what somebody else is putting on you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Cause it's contagious. It's going to rub off on you. And then you wondering why you are responding to information the way you are. Mm. Well, because you've been indoctrinated with in your mind because it's, it's keep, you keep taking it in. You keep taking it in. That's really yeah. good. All right. Well, we're going to go on a break on a break. We're going on a trip to a break because that's the only kind of trip we can take right now. (laughs) (laughs) So stay with us. We'll be back. All right. Welcome back to the live exchange. I'm Dr. Pamela. And I'm Robert Pierce. And uh, today we are talking about the coronavirus in terms of our response to it. It is yeah. here. This is not a drill. No, People it's talk real about life. They woke. Well, let's let's really be what, let's really be woke mm-hmm. <laughs> about yeah. what's important. About what's you know. There's a lot of myths out there. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of misconceptions, and there's a lot of noise that's distracting us from what we really need to be focused on. So, mm-hmm. so that's yeah. really yeah. What I'm hoping to. 
yeah <laughs> even noise from our president you know all these oh tweets and you know it, it's just too much and we just need yeah. to stop and just let's for for whatever time let's come together let's be one collective and let's not be selfish and let's help everyone get to the other side of this. You know, and it seems like that wouldn't be so hard to do. Yeah. Um, but it's for some reason, I mean, it's just so hard to do. We've got so many factions going on mm-hmm. right now. We've got the, um, you know, the the conservative Trumpsters. I'm just, yeah. you know, I don't know what else mm-hmm. to call them, who are just all about, you know, liberate us. Um, we've got, you know, the Pensacola crowd, the, you know, yeah. I, don't, I shouldn't yeah, call it just, the Pensacola crowd, but just, you know, right. yeah. <laughs> the, the, just, the folks who are like, I'm gonna have a block party no matter what, we're in the hood, who mm-hmm. cares, we're whatever. Roll up, smoke, drink, and just have a good time, whatever happens, whatever. happens. Yep. And we've seen that in, in so many different cities happen, you oh, know, yeah. um, across the U.S. Um, and, you know, we've got also our churches. And yes. um, and I want to talk about the churches for a minute without giving churches a bad rap, because we have churches responding in a couple of different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have some churches that have taken this virtual thing and run with it. Like we oh, are yeah. maximizing this because now we're not limited to our region, our community. Now we yeah. can reach the entire world. And International ministry overnight. Yes, overnight. overnight. And I've seen some ministries do this in an amazing way. I, oh, yeah. You know, I, I and I've always been kind of a fan of TD Jakes. He kind of got me through my divorce a little bit. Okay. <laughs> so he's been really great, you know, for that. I think it was uh, Woman Thou Art Loosed, and there was a couple of books that came out around that yeah, time yeah, that yeah. were really great. But so what? What I love about TD Jakes is that he's so multifaceted. You know, he does theater productions, he does books, mm-hmm. he has this ministry um, in the church, and then he's got this online ministry that has already been solid. But as you pointed out, and this is what really made me tune in, um, Robert, was when you said that he was preaching in the church and it was empty, this huge church, Mm -hmm. empty, to make the point, we can still do this. We can still do this. Yeah, there's ways, there's creative ways to do whatever we want. The technology is here. And so I'm so happy that the Christian community, the churches, a lot of them are adapting it and using it, and it's really we're finding that it's working, and the people love it. Yes, and what keeps getting emphasized is the, is that the church is not a building. Yeah, you know we and are it, the church, right? And we heard that for so many years, but now we're putting it to practice. And that's and what now, I'm saying. This is not a drill. This right. is <laughs> this is it. This is what we've been saying. We're beyond the four walls. Well, okay, there's no more four walls. Let's go. Let's go. You and, know, and. Um, there were some churches that were ready and somewhere that were not. And look, this isn't even to knock the churches that aren't ready, weren't ready. You know, there's still time yeah. to, to do what needs to be done. There's still time that you can, if you're not ready, encourage your members to partner with another church. I mean, there's so many opportunities, you know, to, oh, yeah. to, to still feed people spiritually, mm-hmm. you know. And so, you know, and, and so with that, that I also wanted to kind of turn it a little bit to the direction of, you know, a couple of pastors who are protesting and are yeah. saying that this is a violation of their, you know, the rights of religion to practice. Um, sadly, a pastor in um, Virginia um, passed away this week. Was it this week? Yeah, I think this um, was the last week. I heard that. Yeah, he um, yeah. he held the church service, and, and the message was that God is bigger than coronavirus. Um, and in all fairness, 
he held the, and this I didn't know until I really read into it. The church service was held the day before the the san- the sanctions were put into place to not meet with more than ten wow. people. So uh, you know, yes, the church knew that this was coming, but it wasn't yet in place. So there was it was the next day after that that it was put in place. Um, mm-hmm. But the message is still one that a lot of people are are saying, and this is one of the things that I wanted to kind of just pick your brain about a little bit. But okay. the idea is that God is bigger than the coronavirus, and I'm going to stand in faith and absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how do you, where do people draw the line? You know, is there a line? You know, how do people decipher between the message that God is bigger than the coronavirus and we can stay home. How did those two exist together? And it looks like we have to go to a break, but that's okay. the question on the table. Yeah, can I, I, <laughs> I, I want to start it when we come after break, so I don't stop. Okay. So go into a break, and then I'll give you the answer. Um, okay. And, and that'll give me some time to do something, and I'm going to be ready to give you that answer. I think this will help some people. Yeah, that would be awesome. All right, so stay with us for this answer, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to the Live Exchange. I'm Dr. Pamela. And I'm Robert Pierce. And um, we are talking about the coronavirus and how we're responding to it and realizing this is not a drill. This is the real deal. And and right before the break, we were talking Mm -hmm. about the responses of some churches and some churches are doing a phenomenal job in in just really, you know, keeping things going and, and actually in... You know, I think in some ways um, greater than yeah. um, it forced you know, just, the church to be the church to serve the people to be yeah. what, what God designed the church to be. Absolutely. I love it. Mm-hmm. And and so right before the break, I asked Robert. You know, there's there's so there are there's a tragically a, a church in Virginia lost their pastor. Um, you know, he had a huge service as things were kind of ramping up with coronavirus and mm-hmm. his message to the people were, we're not afraid of this thing. God is bigger than the coronavirus. And two weeks later, he died from the coronavirus. Yeah. And now for what I didn't mention is four of his family members are also battling it now. And I'm not sure about the church wow. community right now, but they mentioned those four. So I'm just curious to know your thoughts, your take on this, you know, this, this, I don't want to say this idea like it's a bad idea. It's true. God is bigger than the coronavirus. God is certainly Where bigger. Where do you draw the line? Where's the but balance you, you, there? You draw the line because we have to take heed to the messages that's coming forth. Um, and I, I'll, I'll, I'll say it this way. Um, in the book of Exodus, you'll find when uh, Moses and the children of Israel were petitioning um, Pharaoh to, to let my people go. And the plagues, God sent plagues. Yes. Remember those plagues. Mm-hmm. And the final plague was that the firstborn was going to be um, killed. Um, but God sent a provision for those who would listen. Mm. This is what he said. Go home. Go in mm. your house. Put the lamb's blood over your door. And I will pass over you when I see that lamb's blood. Mm. Okay. The wow. government's message has been go home. And you can protect yourself from the virus. Yeah. If you go home, stay home, you know, self-quarantine, but this will pass over you if you stay home. And so the key is hear the word of, of the land, stay home, and this will pass over you. But the problem is where God is bigger than the church, bigger than the church. He's bigger than the virus. He's bigger than all this. 
but the the word is stay home. And so how how can you make him bigger and prove that he's bigger? Stay home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can go even further. You know, um, when Jesus was on the mountain that, you know, and the, Satan came to test him, mm. you know, um, he said, um, God, you know, Satan said to Jesus, throw yourself over the cliff. And Jesus says, well, no, I'm, I'm not going to tempt God. Right. <laughs> you know, That's so good. <laughs> I'm not going to tempt God. That, that don't make sense. That's so good. <laughs> That's on point. Yes. And so, again, why would we do this, you know, to, to, to roll the dice? Why tempt God? Why, why do we need a miracle to go outside and not contract it when you just stay home? Yeah, that's really good. And then we don't have to pray for miracles. Yeah, right. Yep. And it also sends a message about, um, about heeding the law of the land, if, you know, because that's part of what we're called to do. Right. Um, we as preachers always preach obedience and, and mm-hmm. being obedient to your leadership, being obedient mm-hmm. to the government who those who are, are governed over you. Well, right. okay, now practice what you preaching, brother. Mm. That's good. That's because good. You, you're going to want your people to submit to you, but you're not submitting to any leadership. Woo! And anytime you follow a leader <laughs> who's not submitted under leadership, you're going to be in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what, if, even if we think about submitting under leadership, that's, that's um, foul, that's corrupt, you know, let's look at, you know, some of the, you know, Gandhi and Martin Luther King and some of the others who said, yeah, we're going to, we don't like it. We're going to be vocal about it, but we're not going to, you know, right. disrespect you. We're not going to, you know, create violence. Whenever I hear pastors tell somebody who asked that same question, they always said, you know, respect the position, not the person. Respect mm-hmm. the position, not the person. So now I want to put that out to everyone. Respect the position, not the person. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Because I don't know how much I respect. <laughs> Let me stop. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> and and if, we can't, if we cannot respect the leadership, then we have mm-hmm. to do what it, we need to do to change the leadership. And we're not, we can't do it dead. And we can't do you know that I mean? dead. Absolutely. So, we have like, to do that. <laughs> we got to make it through this. Right, right. So there's there's another pastor um, in what where is he? He's in Pennsylvania, and mm-hmm. he um, wants to organize an outdoor Woodstock like service. Like you weren't trying to do that before now, right. but he wants to do an outside huge Woodstock type service. Um, and this is in protest of the arrests of multiple pastors and throughout the United States who have had. Um, who've been arrested for violating the Corona or the, you know, uh, shelter in place orders. So his whole thing is he's going to have this, this huge service and um, a national gathering people from all over. And he's, you know, going to do it in honor of this one pastor that got arrested and a number of others. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't know. It's, it's my message Saints who are out there listening, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and this is the key, a sound mind. A sound mind. A right. sound mind. Let's think. Please yeah. don't go don't go following reckless people. Right. Right. Well, that, you know. Nine ahead. times out of ten did not hear from God. Yeah. And that's so... When I listened to the interview of the daughter, 
you know, the pastor mm-hmm. who just died in Virginia. And it was heartbreaking to hear, you know, her talking about this. And, and, and her stance remained that God is bigger than coronavirus. And, and so my is. thing is, and my thing is, you're speaking a truth, mm-hmm. but there, it's incomplete. Like you're not, <laughs> there's still information missing. You know, God is bigger than HIV, but if you if you shoot up dirty needles, you you, you have a stronger get... chance to contract HIV. That's a really but good analogy. He's bigger than HIV, absolutely. Yeah. So if you know that thinking is kind of strange to me. Yeah, yeah, and 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 the thing is, there's so there was so much sincerity coming from that, you know. Yeah. Um. So before we we go to break, I just want to read this quote really quickly from um a. a uh, the attorney who arrested the pastor, he said, I'd like to remind the good pastor of Mark 12, 31, which said, there's no more important commandment than to love thy neighbor as thyself. Loving your neighbors is protecting them, not jeopardizing their health by exposing them to this deadly virus. Absolutely. Wow. Said we'll be right back. Yeah. We'll be back. In the interest of science, The science is probably going to take us a lot of the rest of the show. (laughs) Okay, let's go. And I think because being responsible journalists here, media folks here, I think we need to address some of the conspiracies and understand, you know, where they're coming from and what this does for people. And, um, you know, so, you know, there's a lot. There's a lot, but it's, um, so let me say first that this is brought to you by the Academy of Creative Coaching. Um, and right now the Academy of Creative Coaching is actually doing a community initiative called Coaching for COVID. So if there's anybody that you know or yourself who would like some coaching through this time, and coaching is really focused on strategy and how you get from point A to point B. Um, you know, if you're at home and you're not sure what to do with yourself, if you're struggling with homeschooling your kids and managing that with your yeah. work, you know, there's That's a lot good. of different issues that people can um, utilize coaching for. So um, this is free pro bono coaching. Go to the Academy of Creative Coaching.com. Not the, just Academy of Creative Coaching.com if you are interested in getting some free coaching yourself. So this right. is looking at why. Um, the Corona's conspiracy theories seem to thrive. You know, like okay. what is going on with that? Um, and this is um, from some information coming from the New York Times. And um, what it's saying is that when you have a, a an idea of why something is happening, you've got the secret. That's really the um, fuel for people. Is that the you know the belief that one is privy to forbidden information. Information, yeah. Yes, it, it gives feelings of certainty and control in the midst of a crisis. You know, like I know what this is about. Mm-hmm. It, it it kind of gives people, even if it's a false sense, but a sense of security in in knowing. So sharing that knowledge gives people something that's hard to come by. Um, sharing knowledge that's hard for people to come by. Um, gives people a sense of agency. And what agency is, is a sense of control, a sense of, I can do something about this and I'm not a victim here. Um, So rumors and unbelievable claims are spread by people every day um, whose critical faculties have been overwhelmed. Just like critical faculties, meaning being able to critique things and analyze things and say, you know what, that doesn't make sense. 
So when their critical faculties have been overwhelmed, they mm-hmm. pick up things and spread them around like what you and I have been seeing in our inboxes, no. you know, via text, however people are sending them out. <laughs> and that has a lot to do with their critical faculties, their ability to cr- scr- scrutinize and critique information. Are, they're overwhelmed. Hmm. And so they just pick one and they, they go just with pick it. one and just go and start sharing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so, so this is, um, what, what happens is that you have feelings of confusion and hopelessness before you start feeling that when that overwhelm happens, mm-hmm. you're feeling confusion, you're feeling hopeless. So something has got to make sense. It's not enough to say that this thing was, uh, you know, started in one country and swept all around the world. No, 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 no. Somebody had to have swept it around. There yeah, had and to someone some had intention. to have started and, and with, with bad intentions in some laboratory made yes. this up. It I did see be. something about that. Um, yes. It was created in a laboratory in China. Yes. And that there was a, a, and I don't know if this is the same one, but that there was a partnership with a Harvard professor who um, collaborated yeah, that was with the, it. Yeah. yeah. So there were some twists and turns to that story. That story, yes, indeed, there was a Harvard professor that was arrested um, mm-hmm. in connection with a lab in China. It had nothing to do with coronavirus. It was mm-hmm. because he wasn't being honest about where his funding for his research um, on cancer was coming. It was a bookkeeping issue. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So the headlines, (laughs) and this happened in January. So the headlines were like, Oh, this is the professor that, you know, created the virus with the Chinese. And that's not at all. Nothing to do with anything. So yes. So that bump, that myth debunked you guys. No, that's not what happened. (laughs) <laughs> and so and so another thing that's happening though is that facebook reddit i think there's other media outlets google they they've all they're coming together and they are that like facebook has a team of fact checkers now Good. and and so yes and so they are that is their job and i bet you guys if you want a job i bet you they're hiring for that because they I'm need sure lots of them yeah. mark zuckerberg was on on uh cnn the other night talking about how they are. They fact check like thirty thousand pieces of information. <laughs> like, so, uh, and then I think they found out that like six thousand of it was was false. And so, if you want wow. that, look, look, that's a job for somebody. That's a job. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? From home. Yeah. So yes. Yeah, so there are. And look, talk about starting a business, Robert. Can't somebody fact start a fact checking business? Hello. A fact checking business for podcasts and radio shows. Yes, that's really wow. sweet. There you go. There's a business There's for y'all. We're business. gonna have a every we're gonna have business we for you every week. Yeah. Yes, and I want to know if any of y'all picked it up and let us know. <laughs> so, so here are some of the uh, and one of the things that the World Health Organization has said is that we are not just battling a pandemic; we're also battling an infodemic because that's it is, good. Yeah, it's a flooding of false information. And, mm-hmm. and you know what? I'll just say it's a flooding of information. And we don't know what's false. And we what's don't know not. what's true or false, right? Right. We have to sift through it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I the, even I'm noticing ahead. on my timeline, I'm getting a lot more political stuff. Um, occupied um, something is occupied Demo- Democrats. Democrat. Yeah. Uh-huh. They're flooding my timeline really? with propaganda information. And I oh. I actually sent a, a spam. Please stop sending me this. I don't want it. Because um, I just noticed they kept coming. And it's, you know, mm. all these conspiracy theory um, 
<laughs> videos and all this other stuff and you know my it's too inbox much, is I, yeah 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 look y'all if you're my friend please stop because i've started yeah, blocking your on, ability to inbox me so just to warn you now <laughs> yeah, <laughs> stop, uh, it. stop it <laughs> Yes. Um, and so, yeah, PG had said, oh, my God, infodemic. Yes, an infodemic. Yes, like, uh, infodemic. With information and, and health information. And I would think if we're talking about a demic, that it's not good information, that this right. is toxic information. That we're Yeah, and, and I really want on this information, y'all, please don't just put it out because you want to be first. I, I noticed that people just post it, share it. Because they want to be the first to break first. some news, you know yeah. what I mean, and then it end up being all wrong. That's part of the psychological part of this whole yeah. uh, conspiracy theory. We're going to talk about that because this, this this covers that okay. too. So yeah. so stay with us. We've got so much more for you. We'll be back. All right, we're back on the live exchange. I'm Dr. Pamela. I'm Robert Pierce. And we are talking about this coronavirus. Wake up. It's wake up, wake up, wake up. This is, this is real, y'all. This is not life. Let's get it right. What we're trying to convey is that because it's not a drill, it, you got to focus on the right things. We got If we're going to survive this and do it well, then we mm-hmm. can't be distracted. We've got to be focused on the right things. Yeah, we have to be. And yes. information. We have to get the right information out, get it to the right people. And let's right. do the right thing with the information. Let's stay home. Let's get through this. And let's get everyone well. Yes, yes. And so with that said, looking at some of these conspiracies that are out there, I'm just going to mm-hmm. read a few of them. Let's go. Um, I'm interested to hear them. Yeah, they're, they're interesting. So just so you mm-hmm. know, everything I'm reading, you guys, this is not it's true. conspiracy. Right. <laughs> and so after everyone, we're, I'm going to say that because I don't want nobody to come in in the middle. The live exchange said. Yeah, right. (laughs) Thank you. We're going to flood it with, yeah, okay, go. Yes. This is a conspiracy theory. Number one, go. Number one, claims that the virus is a foreign bioweapon, a partisan invention, like something the Democrats, which is what Mm -hmm. the president claimed, a partisan invention or part of a plot to re-engineer the population, like to lower, I've heard that a lot. We're going to have to Mm. lower the population. Um, so we're it's now we're experiencing the purge. Yes, in a sense. Oh, okay. Yes. So we're gonna um, replace a mindless virus with a more familiar with more familiar villains. So each claim seems to give a senseless tragedy some degree of meaning, however dark it is. So each one of those claims, somebody created this to hmm. wipe us out. Oh wow! So yeah. So we had to go to break, but that's okay. So we have a diabolical villain out there. Okay, we'll be back. Keeping your balance with Dr. Pamela. Dr. Pamela. Dr. Pamela. We're back. We're back. We're back. (laughs) So the balance challenge for this week is uh, about mental stamina and and what does it take for you to mentally get your mind right in order to get through what it is that we're and you know what you maybe even the words to get through speaks to you know some kind of inability that might exist to get through i mean maybe it's just a matter Mm -hmm. of changing our language 
in general, but, you know, so, um, but, but preparing our minds for, you know, today, what, what do I need to do today to get to mm-hmm. the next minutes? And, you know, um, what do I need to do to address the, the condition of the world in yeah. my home and personally? Um, I don't know how long this is going to last, but what I do know is that I'm going to come out on the other end of this as healthy as possible. So what does that mean for today? Mm-hmm. What does that mean for this hour? Sometimes people hour. need to take things hour by hour, minute That's by minute, right. Yeah, you know, and that is okay. That's okay. You know? yeah. yeah. If you have to put the day in compartments just to get through them, do whatever yes. you have to do Phase to get one. through it in a healthy state. Just exactly. do whatever it takes for yourself. Yeah. Because you have to come out of this home. Oh, and the key to mental stamina is really that idea that I am having to to be conscious and present in mind in order to get through something that I don't want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't need to really have a whole lot of mental stamina for things you love. You know, right. oh, I'm going to go to the Bahamas and, and lay on the beach. That, that, you don't need mental stamina for that, mm-hmm. you know, but... If you are dealing with something uh, on the way to the Bahamas, God forbid, the, the boat, you know, breaks down and you guys got to sit in the ocean for four weeks. Yeah. You're going to need some mental stamina mental to get stamina. through that, you know. Oh, yeah. um, so what are you going to do in this situation knowing that it, it's even though, and look, yeah, they're going to open up the country tomorrow or whatever. Like they said, in different places are going to open. But that doesn't mean that your world goes back to normal in an instant. To normal. Right. So the challenge is, well, I guess I got to give the challenge because we're going to break. The challenge mm-hmm. is to do activities that are going to strengthen your mind and your mental stamina. If that means like me, I don't like to run outside. I like to run on a treadmill. I'm going to run outside and I'm going to use every minute to motivate myself. I'm going to get through this minute. I'm going to get through the next minute and so forth. So do what you have to do. Come up with activities that will force you to strengthen your mental stamina. That's, That's the good. challenge. I accept. We'll be right back. We'll be back. We got a podcast. We're back. We're back. We're back. I'm Black Cheese. I'm Dr. Pamela. I'm Robert Pierce. And I was just saying, y'all, we have a podcast. So, you know, definitely check us out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Go to our website. You'll find everything there. TheLiveExchangeRadio.com. Yes, TheLiveExchangeRadio.com. And you'll see everything you need to see, old shows and all that right there. Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) so we were looking at some of the different conspiracies that were out there. And, uh, the first one that I read was really about claiming that the virus is a bioweapon or something that was created, um, by one group of people to, you know, either regulate the population or target another, you know, another political Mm -hmm. party or so forth. So if that was their intent, it really went crazy yeah. you know? <laughs> it went beyond who they intended to target right. yeah that conspiracy um, theory has been debunked yes yeah so number two rumors... number two of what let me stop number oh, two oh, oh. of conspiracy theories that A are conspiracy not true theories conspiracy theories we're not unfounded go yes okay rumors of secret cures all these mm. things that people are passing around, but if you do this, you sniff that, and if you, yeah. you know, p- the one is bleeding, drinking bleach is one of them. Drinking, do not drink bleach. Don't drink no bleach. It's toxic. Come on, y'all. And I shouldn't laugh because I'm sure people have. Yeah, someone has tried it. Do not drink bleach. <laughs> so, yes. So, rumors of secret cures. 
promise of hope, you know, so so the person who who's giving you all these cures, the idea is to mm-hmm. promise hope from from the you know a hope of protection from the threat of this virus that not even the world leaders can provide. Yeah, I got the cure. If you eat twelve bananas a day, no, you're come gonna. On. Survive. Yeah, <laughs> not good. Now there. Let, let's say this now because there are dietary say things it. that we can do to boost yes. our immune system. Always, but there's no secret elixir out here. No secret concoction. A good diet, a good healthy, balanced diet, yes. will help protect you, but doesn't guarantee that yes. you won't contract it. But it help boost your immune system. So that's something you want to do anyway. anyway. You want to have a healthy diet. You know, right. if 12 bananas a day is, is your thing, that's great. But it's not the cure it's to not the, the cure. coronavirus. Right. Okay? Um, and don't drink bleach. Don't drink bleach. <laughs> All right. So debunked, right? Debunked. The next conspiracy right. theory that is not true that we're going to debunk, but we're going is, to bring it up now is? Instagram posts. Okay, now, I don't know. Okay. I'm just saying because a lot of black people believe this, and so I, I don't want to be hated by the black community. Okay. <laughs> okay, Bill Gates. Um, so there's Instagram posts that are falsely suggesting that the coronavirus was planned by Bill Gates on behalf of pharmaceutical companies, and this is because Bill Gates has worked very closely with pharmaceutical companies to develop, you know, vaccines. He's funded these things, and some of these vaccines have you know, backfired as many do in any kind of clinical trial. trial. Mm -hmm. But what they're saying is he did this on purpose. He orchestrated this and he's created all of these, you know, deaths. And, and, and so he's a part of this whole coronavirus thing. So anything he proposes, any cures that he tries to fund, we need to not trust that because he kills people. Oh, and so, okay. So that's unfounded. Unfounded. And so, negates the millions of billions of dollars he's been given to help humanity um, become better. And so this, he did all that just to trick us and to bait and switch us to kill us off. That's what I'm hearing. That's the theory. Okay. Yeah. But meanwhile, the same people are saying that using a Microsoft computer. Right. <laughs> and maybe that computer has vibrations <laughs> coming out of it. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, why would he just use computers to kill everybody then? <laughs> right. Yeah. He must be fine. Been doing this for years and all of a sudden now he's been sitting out, you know, okay. <laughs> yeah. So so that's a big one. Yeah. Because I've been seeing some people that I know posting that and I'm, I'm like, Ooh, I'm going to so just did, keep so, scrolling. So another one would, another one be Jeff Bezos. Um, Amazon did this so that we can all run to Amazon to help to get more traffic to oh, his site. That's a good one. Well, it worked. It worked. Come on there every day. Right. So, cause I know Amazon, <laughs> they come to my door every day. Every day. It worked. It worked. So yeah. you know Conspiracy what? Theory. But I doubt that he did that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> What's the next conspiracy theory? Okay, the next one. In Alabama, Facebook posts falsely claimed that shadowy powers had ordered sick patients to be secretly helicoptered into their state. <laughs> I'm just saying. I got nothing. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> look. They helicoptered him in there because Alabama didn't have any cases for a long time. So we had to make sure Alabama got so we, cases. So, so we flew him. Yeah. Somebody. Flew we, 
somebody flew him in there. Okay. Yep. That's mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay. Conspiracy. Next day. conspiracy day. That one gets no traction. <laughs> Let's go. What's the next one? In Latin America, usually, uh, I'm sorry, equally basis, baseless rumors have proliferated that the virus was engineered to spread HIV. In, and in Iran, pro-government voices portray the, the disease as a Western plot. So somehow we have proliferated the virus to, to spread HIV. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And in Iran, wow. pro-government voices portray the, the disease as a Western plot. Okay. So. Stick a fork in me. I'm done. That... <laughs> There's more. I, I'm sure. I'll keep them, but I'm, I'm just letting you know. I'm but go, keep going. I'm saving the best for last. Okay. So it, Italian media buzzed over a video posted by an Italian man from Tokyo in which he claimed that the coronavirus was treatable, but that Italian officials were hiding the truth. Oh. So we know how to fix this. And so we're just not going to do it. And so we're going to let all our people die. For cleansing, let all these dead bodies that have been piling up in Italy yeah. be horrible, and just destroy yeah. our economy, destroy our way of living. Just for mm -hmm. what's the end game? What's the end result for doing that? So no. they can rule the world. Oh, because <laughs> why? Like Pinky I mean, in the brain. Course. You remember that cartoon? Pinky yes, in the brain? exactly. I'm gonna rule the world. Today. I'm gonna rule the world. <laughs> and and so that's what Italy was trying to do. Yeah. Apparently. Okay. Okay, you guys. If you're just tuning in, that is a conspiracy, conspiracy theory. Conspiracy theory, totally it is unfounded. <laughs> unfounded, and we're debunking them. None of this is yes. real. It's true. There's two more. Two more. Let's go. So. On other videos popular on YouTube, there's a claim that the entire pandemic, now this is good, is a fiction staged to control the population. This is a this is all a movie we're watching. This is not actually happening. But real people are dying. It's fiction. So they're like, being you, held. You know, because people are saying you can't see the bodies after they pass, so you know, they're so being how held in know? a concentration camp somewhere and yeah. they're going to be what released later on. Come on. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. That's, that's, that's stupid. Yes. <laughs> I've never used that word. How do you really feel? Yeah. But that one is stupid. <laughs> it's fiction. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's what we got. We're, we're almost done. One so more. we got to go. What's the last one? This is the best one. Still others say that the disease is real because it isn't a virus. It's 5G cellular networks. Okay. One YouTube video pushing this falsehood and implying that social distancing measures could be ignored because it's not a virus has received 1.9 million views. And in Britain, there has been a rash of attacks on cellular towers. Hmm. Okay. Like they have gone to war over this. Yeah, they go in a war with the cellular towers. industry, the, the towers, and now they're going to be fussing when you don't have no service to do anything. But you know what I said before the show? They've gone awfully quiet, so I wonder, yeah. have they logged out? Right. Have they gone into off their the bunkers? Grid. Yeah, off the grid. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So those... 
those are the rumors. Have I crossed over into break time, or, or can I, should I just keep on? Okay. No, we're almost <laughs> done. It's the... almost unfortunately, it's almost time for. No us to way! Yeah. Are you kidding? I did say that this was going to take the whole rest of the show, you did. didn't I? And it, you did not lie. <laughs> we, we tell the truth here. <laughs> but I feel like we need to let y'all know, like this yeah. is not. You're this not. Stuff. You didn't just come upon some brilliant information. This stuff so, is real. It's happening. Yeah. Um, and. We have to take it serious. We have to wake up and we have to do what we need to do so that we can all get on the other side of this healthy. You can't explain this away. No, let's not worry about that. It's here. No. We'll read the books, write the books on all this stuff later on. Let's get on the other side of this first. Right. There's movies coming out, all that stuff. We're going to get all that. I promise yeah, you. and write the movies. That, yeah. Now that's what you could do. The conspiracy yeah. theories, write movies. Like your theories will all make phenomenal movies. Yeah, like do that. And so, yeah. So, so there's just you know a lot of people believe these things because it's comforting and mm-hmm. because they can have a level of control over it. But control. as Robert said, you know we got to focus on what's real. We cannot let ourselves get distracted and lose our lives because we've decided. It's not real. I'm just not going right. to deal with it. There's too Wake many up, other guys. real issues that we're dealing with in this. And and let alone the fact that all the other issues that we dealt with prior to this is still here. Right. You know, society wasn't good. Oppression, <laughs> racism. Right. Society, we wasn't in a good place before this. And all those right. ills are still here. And people yes. are dealing with all that stuff, too. We seem to have forgotten. People are still getting murdered. People, you know, yes. there's so much other stuff going on. Children right. are still being abducted, believe it or not. It's America. So, okay. Well, I guess we are done for today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so stay with us or, or, or join us next week. Um, you know, we'll, we'll be, um, you know, continuing the conversation. And um, yeah, yeah. So we'll just, be back next week. And Pac yeah. Mullen, let's hope we can see everyone next week. Y'all, please thank everyone for joining us. But get to next week, y'all. Do it. Get to next week. Home. Let's get yes, to next and, week. And keep the conversation going because when we dialogue better, we do better. We do better. All right. Peace out. <laughs>